Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Alright, we're back. <laughs> we're not back, we're live. <laughs> Something funny just happened. Uh, we are live, live, Friday edition Taz Show as the Lumberjacks cracking up, and so am I. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I guess I'll have to share eventually what happened here with my headset as we were going live. Unbelievable actions by me. Uh, yeah, welcome to the show, little Friday edition. Gonna have a lot of fun in this edition here. Got a lot of thoughts and opinions on different things and gonna talk a little Super Bowl, gonna do a little uh, song on social media later on with the Lumberjack. We're obviously gonna do Mania off the hook. So you can call and give your first fantasy booking match, opening match for WrestleMania this year, which you would like to see no matter who it is. Uh, it could be wrestlers from any promotion and uh, you know, we gotta figure out some rules. I think that we're gonna stick to wrestlers uh, that are don't matter wrestlers just any wrestler against any wrestler how about that no rules well that is the rule they have to be a wrestler gotta be a wrestler and no intergender we're gonna do you know either female versus female male versus male many off the hook i'll get into details in a little while so what happens is the lumberjack will give his first match i will give mine uh, at some point during the show Anthony will probably come in he'll give his Okay, his first fantasy uh, gimmick Schnabel match. And then Monday, we'll do another one, match two. Then we'll sit on match two for the week next week. And then the following Monday, match three. So on and so forth. Little jump cut Jones we're doing here on this Friday edition. I'm uh, going to talk about XFL also. Uh, the XFL, remember that? Sure you do. Most of you maybe watched that 30 for 30 on ESPN last night, Thursday night. We got people calling the show already, but if you want to call the show, it's very easy. It's a very simple process. Attention, hotline fans. You got dial 866 475 2948. That's an 866 475 2948. So, welcome to the show. Like I said, if you're listening live at TashShow.com, thank you. Maybe you're watching there. Uh, you might want to also go to my Twitter account because uh, we put out a little video pre show of um, basically the crew here eating like they were all going to the electric chair. And uh, namely, you, the lumberjack. Timber! You are what we would call a gavoon. Okay, do you know what that is? I know it's an Italian word, and I know it's yeah. not good, but I, and I also <laughs> know I am that. So Yeah, so I, you, my friend, are another ta- animal. Okay, that basically means you're an animal. Okay, I've seen people eat some food. Okay, I've seen people devour like food. One guy I know, one guy that I know, well, he's no longer with us, unfortunately. He would destroy you in the eating world. And that was my my really good friend, the guy, Miss Dealey, and that's uh, Big Dick Dudley, Alex. His name was Alex Rizzo. Alexander the Great back in the day, but he was one of the Dudleys, Big Dick Dudley. We broke in together, right? So uh, the word slunker, that was his word. So I used slunker a lot. That was, that was Alex's word. But he, my friend, was an eating machine. Like, I'm talking about bottomless pit, and he ate food violently. You, sir, are close to what Big Dick Dudley was with the food. I got to tell you. I attack it 
with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Not a chance in hell did it have. I mean, that, that, I saw you. Dev- I don't know what Chef Mike from Boilermakers, our friend Chef Mike. He's the man. He he made us a food bag. Okay, Anthony was working yesterday down to CBS Sports Network, and I guess he connected with Chef Mike and he brought a food bag. And uh, good lord, once you saw that food bag, you sir were like you were like a wolf. You not a wolf. You were kind of like a um a grizzly bear. That hasn't eaten. Yeah, kind of like a like a yeah like a, a lion esque. Like if you crossed a hungry lion with okay. a panther, with a rhino, ooh, that was you. You probably ate three sandwiches, like devoured it, and had no expression or feeling at all. You're lowballing me there, but <laughs> thank you. My mother, growing up, she had to stop feeding me at an early age because I would. I'd go straight for the fingers. What'd you weigh when you were born? You were probably like maybe 19, 20 pounds? Could you stop? Something like that. 24, 25. I was a big baby. I really grew into myself. Yeah. Well, did you have the beard when you were baby? <laughs> it was tough. It was tough leaving because all like, ah, it was a lot of. Uh, dude, it worked. I've sprayed that bitch up. People don't even know what I'm talking about. I got a, a connective problem I've had. You guys know I always have a headset issue. And it's the gimmick where I plug my Schneebits in, right? The you know the uh, not the spotted dick, where I plug in the uh, the plug for the headphones. The jack. The jack. That's the words. That's why you're a producer. That's why you're the man. So where I plug my jack, this place here where I work, I guess that whoever controls the equipment here decided uh, we don't need to clean the jack for Taz's show. We'll leave it filthy so he gets static in his headset because it's called a rip. Let's rib Taz. Yep. So Taz got you covered. You know why? Because I got myself some gimmick spray, Alcohol Jones right here, a little Hulk juice, and uh, sprayed that bitch in there right as we were going live, and it's good to go right now. Cleared it right up. Oh, yeah. And I've been asking, shoot, man, before, remember the captain? Buy a hat. I, I was asking before him, I was asking crying Brian to hook me up with something, clean it out with a Q-tip. I was asking, uh, uh, forget about KFJ, he'll do nothing. And and no, nobody, you, I don't even bother asking. You're, you're too busy, like, doing your own thing, worried about I'm your busy segment. busy eating, I'm busy eating. You're busy eating and doing your segment. I got to write song on social media, Taz, leave me alone. Timber! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, uh, a lot of people are calling the show already with off the hooks. I, I knew that was going to happen. People miss off the hooks. They love the off the hook gimmick. And we're going to get to you guys in a second. Um... Because I, I, I guess what we'll do is we can maybe... I, see, I think we're going to have to give our off-the-hook matches first in segment one here. I do. Because otherwise, I don't want to come off like I'm hacking somebody, and I don't want that to happen to you, okay? I would I would prefer not to hack. And uh, But I do want to talk about the, the ESPN XFL. I do want to talk about that, the 30 for 30 documentary. Um, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. Okay, I, the, the way ESPN put it together, I thought it was good. I think it was. I think they did a great job in this realm of ex- really explaining the detailed friendship for so many years between Vince McMahon and Dick Ebersol. Okay, he was the head honcho for NBC for decades. So, um, you know, I think they did a great job with that for sure. Um, I think it was awesome that Vince was cool with this happening. I also think it was awesome that Vince was in it. And Vince was a huge part of it. I think that was really, really cool. I would have rathered Bob Costas not being in it. 
No, because he's a douche. I mean, everybody knows it. He's just a douche. He comes off like an arrogant, self-obsistic, self-obsistic. Damn it. I used to be called that by, by people, by well, by the captain. But... Take two. Got done with work. Oh, I was going to let you try it again. Oh, no. You're, you're... Solipsistic? Hey, say it again. Solipsistic. Oh, I think you got it. By God, I think you got it. Great so, Scott. Great squat. Squat. Great squat. That's squat. your your son's great squat. He actually is a good squatter. So, and speaking of my son, he actually loved, we were watching this thing together because he wanted to see it. He heard about the XFL, and he was like a little baby kid. Baby kid. That's a good one. Uh, when, when XFL was around, and I was working for WWE at that time, and I had all this XFL swag. He's had, like, little mini XFL helmets in his room forever because I, you know, got them. I would just put them in his room. So he knew what it was, but he never saw it. He was, you know, old enough. So he watched this documentary with me, and he's he's a 17-year-old kid, and he loved it. He's like, why is the XFL not around? To him, it's the coolest thing. Guys in a scrum for a ball. Let's not flip a coin. Let's kill each other for the ball. Let, you know, for a kid, you know, that's exciting that the, the whole uh, exuberance of it and, and uh, the grandiose of it, a football with a WWE feel to it. Um, you know, my kid thought it was cool. But <laughs> guys like Costas back in the day, some of these sports guys, they hated it. It obviously flopped. We know the story. I mean, they just didn't have, they weren't prepared. I think the documentary showed that. They didn't have players. They didn't have coaches. They, they kind of, you know, rushed it. And, um, you know, uh, they had some production issues and stuff like that. Uh, but I got to tell you this much. I remember when I worked there, okay? And I'll get back to why Casas is a douche in a second. But when I worked there, um, I got to tell you, man, um, I, I was it was a very exciting time. That XFL thing was, you know, Vince, you know, obviously was hoping all of us, the wrestlers, that we would push, promote it, believe in it, support it, and we did. You know what I mean? And it was the coolest thing. It really was. I loved it. I mean, I remember, you know, Michael Cole and I, we were texting yesterday. He was getting on a plane, and we were texting, and I'm like, you know, we were like, you're going to watch this thing tonight. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. And we were laughing via text, Cole and I, because <laughs> we thought about right down the block here at WWF New York, when it used to be at Times Square, uh, which is now, I think, the Hard Rock or something like that, right? I think it's Hard Rock, Hard Rock Cafe or whatever, Hard Rock Jones. So we would do Sunday Night Heat there live, and he and I were the announcers on it. So we used to have to get there early. We'd sit in the green room. Just and they load us up with like sandwiches, cookies, and whiskey. And I'm not kidding. That's the and, trifecta. <laughs> turn your mic on, sir. <laughs> That's the trifecta. Yes. And we would be sitting there watching the XFL. So it was piped in through the green room. We had it right there. We watched both games and just eating cookies and just you know getting bombed as we're getting ready to go on the air. It was it was great. I'm not on Snap Face Instant Chatter. So a little behind the scenes for you, a little peel back the curtain. Fun times. So. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so uh, to me, I mean, I thought the XFL was, you know, uh, I loved it. I also remember doing Tough Enough, too. I mean, I remember, like, to me, like, when the first Tough Enough, I got all my all my wardrobe was XFL gear that was given to me by the WWE. So I was like, yeah, wear this on, uh, on uh, Tough Enough. Cool. I don't have to worry about washing my clothes or getting clothes. I will wear your clothes. No problem. I love the XFL. So um, anyway, I did enjoy it. I liked it. Um I like the documentary. Like I said, I think they did a good job of showing that, that true friendship and bond between two power, marketing, genius, promo- programming guys in Vince McMahon and, um, and uh, what's his name, uh, Dick Ebersole. 
You know, it, it, you could tell just by Dick Ebersole, and again, this guy helped create Saturday Night Live. This guy is so successful, like so, so successful, that he was so disappointed that the XFL flopped. And you could just tell, just look at his eyes while he's talking about it. And his son, Dick Ebersole, uh Son, I almost said Junior, but he's not a he's not a dick. He's I don't ever, I don't know his name. Charlie. Okay, Charlie. Oh, you know him? Do you know him? Wasn't it? no. He's the one. Charlie Ebersole directed it. I don't know if they're that must that's his son. Oh, then then Charlie it is. Okay. Makeup News Jones. Here we go. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Well, here's the thing. Can you please GTS him? He's a producer now, so he produced this this whole this whole show, Thirty for Thirty, uh, you know, on the XFL, and he they had a little B roll of him in there, uh, in between like as a bump before one right after one of the breaks, saying, "Is that his name?" Charlie Ebersole. Thank you. Saying, Charlie Ebersole was saying, "You know, I've shot all this stuff as a cameraman. I've done this. I've done that. All these crazy things and and emotional things in his life, you know, uh, as a, as a, a production person." And he said the toughest thing to do was sit there and interview, you know, my dad and Vince McMahon at separate times uh, about this failure that happened because it was, you could see, it was just, it broke both of these men's hearts. You know, so you don't become as successful in that realm of TV without being passionate. Now, I never met Dick Gibson, I don't know the guy. You know, I know his, knew his name for years, obviously, being in TV biz. But I got to tell you, man, um, you really got to see their friendship and their passion and how hard they worked uh, d- during this, this this documentary. I also think that um, Bob Costas shouldn't have been in it, but Jim Ross should have been in it. <laughs> how about that? I, I like that Coach was in it because Coach works for ESPN, so he's there. They could just shoot him on camera. Coach was uh, a sideline reporter with the XFL and being a WWE guy, I, and Coach is great on camera, so I think that was cool that Coach was in it. No doubt about that. He brings a great perspective. Um JR, I thought should have been in this, in my opinion. I really think so. I remember what JR was calling it because I, I thought JR, we all kind of knew he was going to do a good job at it because JR's a football guy and he's obviously an amazing broadcaster. And I um, I still, my mind, I, once he left WWE, I, I don't know how somebody didn't pick him up to call full time, football full time. Either one of the big networks or something regional. I'm not just talking about University of Oklahoma, just somebody. You know, because he JR is phenomenal at calling football. I don't know this for sure, but I think very early in his his career, like before he worked for Watts or why he worked for Watts, I should have asked JR this. Um, I think he he called football either on the radio or he, I could have sworn he did something with the Falcons. I can't remember. He has some history uh, calling football, and I should know it because we've talked about it. I just can't remember. But all I know is JR should have been in that in that thing last night, and I text him. I text JR. I said, why are you not in this gimmick? And, you know, he, he said some things back to me, which I'll leave alone. <laughs> but he should have been in it. He wasn't disgruntled or pissed. It just was like, I, I don't think I want to share his reply. But, but you know, he should have been in it. You know, so so he definitely should have been in it. I'm saying it. He didn't say that to me. I'm saying it. Um, you know, I, I do think that... Um, <sighs> They did the right thing by not showing Vince and Dick Ebersole together throughout the whole thing, except the end. They ended it with them having dinner at a table, and you really can see the bond these two guys have buddy as buddies, and um, uh, and they kind of were joking around as they were eating dinner. 
that, okay, so what are we going to do? Like, to kind of, like, start it up again. Like, you know, ribbon, like, joking around. It was pretty entertaining. It was funny, the ending of it. Um, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it a lot. I, I, I thought it was excellent. I, th- I didn't think it was excellent. I don't want to exaggerate. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. There was something about it. I felt like it was rushed in the beginning a little bit. It was an hour and a half long. I mean, I, they probably had enough content to do two hours. I felt like the front end was a little rushed, but that's me being picky. I would assume a lot of wrestling fans liked it. And you get to see Vince a little bit in a different realm. And, uh, you know, I thought it was good. The best part for me was when the announcer, the guy that was doing the play-by-play for the first game in Las Vegas, um, it, Vince didn't like the job he did. And then he had a, they showed, like, this limo lit up. And one of Vince's guys said, hey, um, Vince wants to see you. This is after the game. And uh, the announcer had to, like, walk to the limo and talk to Vince. And the way they announced, I came out of I, dude, I can't remember the guy's name. Can you GTS that the play-by-play game? Matt know? Vaskersian. Oh, look at this guy. Wow. Wow. Timber! Wow. Someone's hitting their stride here on the Taz Show. Producer Jones. Yeah, I, I got lucky. Uh, you've been doing pretty good so far. Yeah. I got to tell you, if you just throw a guy a little feed bag, he's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> can't lead a horse to water, but you can take the lumberjack some food. Give that some bitch some grub. Work his ass off. <laughs> Chef Mike, you're the man. Thanks for making my show better because the producer's awake. So, <laughs> excuse me. So, um, uh, what's his name? F- v- Matt Vaskersian? Matt Vaskersian. That's a tough name. That's a, that's not really a marketable name. Matty V. Matty V. Jones. Yeah, so I knew his name. I knew who he was. I've seen him call all the stuff. He's le- a legitimate play-by-play guy. So he kind of like got into this thing here, I guess just because he was younger, but... He didn't seem too happy, like, with doing it. So then he had to go meet Vince in his limo after game in Vegas, and they basically, Vince said, look, pal, you're not uh, not what we need here. We need to go a different level, and they brought JR in. And I can tell you, as a former announcer working for Vince in the wrestling business, I've witnessed many a play-by-play guy get verbally undressed by Vince McMahon. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Not good. So he's tough, bro, on the announcers. But uh, I i don't know that guy, Matty V. But I'll tell you, man, when I was listening to him talk, I felt his pain. I'm like, oh, brother, I hear you. Hey, Miguel. Uh, who's this? Miguel, New Jersey. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, dude? Hey, good moment, fellas. How are you? Good moment, my friend. Good moment. Good, good. Uh, yeah, I watched the uh, the XFL documentary last night, too. I thought it was pretty phenomenal. You loved uh, really it? Yes, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, you know, really good. I didn't think it was phenomenal, but... Uh, what was your favorite? Like, what did you get from it that you liked the most? Well, the thing was, when the XFL was, was going down in 2001, I mean, I was only, I don't know, 14, 15 years right. old. So I remember it, but, you know, I didn't know the in-depth story that I had read about in today's world, and more importantly, last night, kind of saw everything that went down uh, behind the scenes. So I thought that was pretty cool to kind yeah. of take it play-by-play from start to finish. I thought so, too. Um, that part I thought was cool, yeah. And I worked there, dude. I was working for WWE, and I, I knew all about the XFL, and I was, but I didn't know all those details involved with it. I, I, that much I know. I know me and Michael Cole, and I was just starting out as an announcer, but we were panicked we'd have to go call some of these games. And a lot of people don't know that, but we were. <laughs> because it, we had a, a tough schedule at, as it was. I was still wrestling. I was doing Sunday Night Heat. I, I think I was doing Tough Enough also. I mean, and that's you know, I got to go out to, you know, wherever, uh, L.A. to call a stream game. Like, you know, like, and I wasn't qualified to call football, even though I am an expert, as you know, Miguel. I was going to ask you, if they, if they had asked you to call a couple games, would you have done it? 
Of course, I would have to. I mean, what do you say? Thank you for calling. What are you going to say to Vince? No. Vince does not hear the word no. You don't say no. You just say, oh, yeah, sure, I'm in. I'll be like, you know, I will be just like Dan Deardorff. I mean, what am I supposed to say? You know, no, I would have done it, yeah, but I, I'm telling you, Cole and I were like, oh, God, I hope we don't get asked. Because Vince started to rapidly, and you get that in the documentary, he did not believe in some of the NBC people, production and on camera, so he started to filter in his people. And there was a, I didn't know the story, but I know when they lost power at the Los Angeles, uh, at, at the Coliseum, where the Raiders, uh, they still play there? The Raiders? No, the Raiders. Oh, they're in uh, Oakland. What the hell am I saying? They used to play there. They used to. USC plays there, don't they? Correct. So, okay. They lost power, dude, because no one put gas in the freaking generator. Classic mix-up. And this was not the WWE production crew. We, I know my time there, and they've done a lot more after I left. They do a plethora of live programming. I've never heard of that happening amongst WWE production. So they really captured Vince in this thing here. Furious. He's still mad about this. Because they thought this game was actually a competitive game. It was week two of the whole season, dude. And they lost power, and the game transmission went out. Everything crapped out. And it was actually a good game. Went to double overtime the game. They ended up getting power back. They had to go to the B game. I didn't know that whole story. That was really cool. So, look, I mean, you, you guys should check it out. Bottom line is it was good. I mean, um, but back to Costas. He's a douche. And, and the thing is... That's a guy that back in the day, that's how it was, man. These media guys, a lot of those guys, especially him, because he's an arrogant person, okay? Gentleman Jones, I mean. Thank you. The wrestling industry is beneath him. So that's how it was. But see, today it's different. The media guys, most of them, they, they don't treat pro wrestling and WWE like it used to be. There is a certain respect now. They understand. They get us entertainment, but it's physical. And you do not get that disrespect from people like you got from Bob Costas. That's why he was so... And, and I'll tell you what. That was what ESPN edited and produced well. In that documentary, I, I don't know if Bob Costas is happy about it, but you could see how much he, Bob Costas, and he even said it, wanted to distance himself from the XFL and NBC. And him and Ebersol were boys, meaning Costas. But then they showed the infamous interview. Did you see this dude back in the day when Vince was getting interviewed? It was tense. I I I was on Vince's plane the night before, dude. This happened. We were all on the plane, and he was uh, he was talking about that he had this interview set with Casas, and he basically said, "Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen because I, I I just put it to this way. I don't know if they're friends now, but at that time, going into that interview, Vince did not like Bobby Costas. I can promise." So I'm just telling you right now, he did not like him. And that came across heavily. It showed. So it really did. But I know, I, I was like, I know I watched that interview when it was live because I remember what he said on his plane. Oh, man, it was, uh, you know. But anyway, it, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. I mean, you know, so if you want to watch it, watch it. you don't want to watch it, I don't really give a crap, to be honest with you. So uh, there's some other news going on before I get to the phones and then we do uh, off the hook here. Um, so... Kevin Kelly, uh, this is a big deal here. Kevin Kelly leaving Ring of Honor, okay? Uh, third announced it to leave uh, in a month, right? Is that that's is that's the truth here? So from yes, from Steve Carino, Nigel McGuinness, right? Um, now, Kevin Kelly had a position in the office. I think Mike Johnson put up a kind of a full story. 
Kevin Keller's been on here on the Taz Show. I know Kevin a long time. I first met Kevin during my time as becoming an announcer in WWE or WWF at the time. And Kevin was another guy who helped me because he had a broadcasting background. So um, Kevin's a great guy, solid human being, very talented guy. I got to tell you flat out, hey, Ring of Honor fans, I'm just saying, this is my opinion, okay, I still think they have a really good product and all. You, you can't lose the voices of your show. You, you got to somehow lock down the voices. Now, from what I understand, despite what you might be reading, I think Kevin Kelly is still open and wants to do the commentary, okay, the play-by-play. He had to kind of relinquish or leave. He's leaving his duties that he worked in the office. Uh, you know, for whatever his reasons are, he, he left on his own, meaning Kevin Kelly. And I would assume, like a lot of people in the wrestling business, you know, maybe the office there at, at Ring of Honor is going to get bitter and mad, and they're not going to want him to call the uh, the shows if he's not working for the company in that realm. That could be. That that wouldn't be the first time that happened. If I'm Ring of Honor, I'm doing everything in my power to keep him as the voice of the brand. He does an amazing job promoting, selling, and marketing their brand and their roster. Okay? He is the voice of their brand. You cannot let... And they really haven't built up anyone for his replacement. So you could say what happened with Jim Ross. You know, Cole was always being built as, as JR's replacement. They haven't done that. Now, the young man I think who calls uh, Women of Honor, I don't recall his name, Rick Abone. I oh, Man, I know his name, and I can't say... I can't remember his name. He, I, you have it, or... I, got, I can't pronounce it. Well, give it a shot, son. Rick Abone. Okay. What's his first name? Does he have a first name? He is... does, and I'm, I'm scrolling through. Uh... Dude, are you drunk again, bro? Because you seem like you're bombed, dude. I mean, are you drunk on I'm, carbs? Have you I'm, ate hi- too much? I'm high on turkey sandwich. Oh, Lordy B. So. <laughs> Lordy B. That's a good gimmick. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yes. Lordy B. What do you got, bro? Do you have the kids I, well, first Well, Mike name? Johnson wrote uh, the Magna Carta like I, like oh, I did he yesterday. Does, bro. Yeah, no, he, no, Michael wrote a Magna Carta. Jeez. So you're hacking Mike to get the guy's name. That's unbelievable. That's an outrage, to be honest with you. You're, you're hacking my... And you can't even find a kid's first name. Oh, now I got a GTS. Here we go. This is what slows down the show. And I got to go to break. I might use this as a hook going to break. <laughs> Back after this for final <laughs> I got a lot to do here, bro. I got I, I to do the, the, the... What do you call it? The uh, Off the hooks. We got Soren coming up later on. We're busy. Do you have it, sir? His first name's Ian. After all that. That's what we got. So anyway, so maybe he's the guy that they built the. They didn't. They I shouldn't say built. They they just had him on the Women of Honor. But I, maybe he's the kid that'll sit in there. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. That's a problem when you lose your color commentator and you use your play, lose your play by play guy, all within a short period of time together. Not good. So they need to figure out what they're doing there at Ring of Honor. To be honest with you, you know people take shots all the time at WWE and what sometimes are. are you know, deserve the sometimes that not. But I'm being honest with you. Sometimes you got to look at these other companies. TNA gets ripped all the time. A lot of times it's not warranted either. Well, you got to look at these other companies too. I'm just calling a spade a spade, being honest. Ring of Honor, get your act together, boys. Come on now. Can't be losing your announced talent. I got to go to break, all right? Other side of break. Uh, what else am I talking about? I got to get into, like I said, we're going to get into, I'm going to give our off the hooks. I'm going to give my opening match, Fantasy Book and Jones, for WrestleMania. We're going to allow here, okay, the Lumberjack and maybe even uh, uh, Antony will come in, okay? Sounds good to you? 
Fine by me. No one cares. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Uh, yeah. A little Friday action. Friday edition. So, uh, going to get into a little while, a little Super Bowl preview chatter. Give you my thoughts and opinions on that, bitch. Um, also going to get into uh, social media later on. So I might have to have uh, Anthony in studio later on for that because the call expert of the show. Because it kind of pisses off the lumberjack a little bit because of the competitiveness that creates here. Hopefully the lumberjack's awake by say four because during the break he was falling asleep. Um, Sir, are you on some kind of a supplementation? Is there a problem? Did you work last night? What's going on here? You can't uh, can't close your eyes anymore. To quick no. cat nap during breaks. While we're doing a live broadcast, no, we can't. We cannot do that. Oh well. Yeah. Now I know the policy. Some people get tested at work when that happens. <laughs> Just saying. You know I'm I mean? awake now. No, I know. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the important thing. Well, you gotta lay off those vapes. I don't know what you're doing. I'm Hanging out with the captain. That's, I don't know. Let's go. The captain passed it down from producer to producer. It's unbelievable. It's like the president's secret books. He leaves his vapes. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> Listen, we don't throw poxes here. <laughs> so, uh, what do you call it? So, we're going to get into the phones that just jammed up. Hemorrhoid Jones. Jammed like a pack of hemorrhoids because people want to give that. I want to give my off the hooks. We're going to give it. I'm going to give mine. We're going to have you, Lumberjack. You're going to give yours. Is Andy going to give his? Is he calling in? Is he coming in? We're not sure. We're winging it. During the break, we, we you said, Anthony, you, you're going to come to the studio? Well, well I'm, uh, the phones are busy. Well, are you going to come? I don't know. Is he coming in? We don't know. Is he co- He'll call in. Tell him to call in. No, he can't call in. Uh, so we don't know. Somehow, so we way. settled on nothing. Yeah. So we're just going to see what happens. But um, Anthony could come in if he wants because... Uh, it's tough to answer the phones because the lines are jammed right now. But uh, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm going to give mine. We're going to do Off the Hawks. Off the Hawks is fancy booking. Three-match mini card usually. You give you three, it's like a three-match three, uh, three match pay-per-view, and it could be any topic yeah. each week. We, we give you the topic on Mondays usually. It doesn't have to be wrestling either. It could be That's I could give idea. you guys, hey, this week we're going to do, you know, whatever, cruiserweights off the hook, or we're going to do heavies off the hook, you know, super heavyweights, whatever it is. All we're going to do. You know, uh, we're going to do, uh, you know, cars off the hook. What's your favorite muscle cars off the hook? You know, whatever. Uh, we got, we were stretching for so much content back in the day, dude. It was like uh, salt and pepper off the hook. Like, what's your favorite salt product? You know, like, it was bad. So, salt and pepper shakers. Shakers off that the hook. That would have been yeah, a good Yeah, we could one. do that. Shoelaces off the hook. Then I had people, like, tweeting me the most obscure, worst topics. Because everyone's sarcastic, and they all understand the humor of the show. And they all love the show. It's very nice. They're all very nice people. We know this. Everyone's very, very nice, especially on social media. So, Will you stop? So, you know, so, so the deal is, um, uh, you know, right now we're going to do Mania off the hook, WrestleMania. So Mania off the hook for the next several weeks. So usually it starts on Monday, but we're going to start on Friday. It's a rare situation here. Anthony has entered the studio. We have his entrance music? Not yet, right? Down, 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 down. No, 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 Where's the entrance music? Seth's producing it. We've been... Whoa, 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 wait, whoa, wait. Bro, I needed, I, look, this is not how this works on this show. When I need something, it gets done here. I got some bad news. Stop! What? 
it's not done yet. Why? I mean, how, is this thing like a, this big score? Like my banjo strings broke. Please turn this mic on, sir. Jesus, damn it, Dennis! Is my mic on? Yeah, get close. Turn <laughs> my mic on. Why do you not have a windscreen? What is going on? What? Why do I have to be the effort producer? Happy of the show? Friday. Come on, dude. That's what I mean, bro. You gotta get off those vapes. You really gotta. <laughs> he vapes hard. Dude, the kid is a mess. Rover's choking in the back when he vapes. Rover, I want to get Rover to, to, to bite his spotted dick off. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> oh, well, the spotted dick. You know what I mean? We get the... He's not hungry. I fed him already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I digress. All right, so we're going to do... Yeah, hello, Anthony. Why are, are you? you? Why are you in here? I don't know. I was told to come in here. Okay. So... Uh, so <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> do we at least have the audio open for Off the Hooks? Did we have that, Dennis? Did, did, did you handle that with Seth and Cry and Brian? Uh... Tricked you. series with But you heard it, kids. Here we go. So WrestleMania is his opening match, fantasy booking. Okay, I will go first. I'm just give him one match, opening match. It could be any wrestlers you want, WWE guys or not. Don't matter. Uh, even past guys. I'm sticking with current guys, current wrestlers, not just WWE. I'll go first. The lumberjack will go. Anthony will go. Anthony, when we're done, you can just leave. Yes, okay, sir. how's that? Don't take that the wrong way. But thanks for coming. Uh, so. <laughs> I got things to do, bro. I got to go restring my banjo anyway. So. No, you need to make sure your music is set, son, or else you're not having it. I will make sure. You need to I will spearhead lay... this. You need to be aggressive. I'm going to lay the hand of justice down today. You go up to Seth and you tell him, listen, dude, you get in his face, mm -hmm. bro. I'll do it. Don't worry about it. He won't fight. It's okay. <laughs> Taz, worry. between me and you, yes. the music's done. I just wanted to sabotage him. Really? Yeah. Is it done? No. <laughs> why would he say that? Why, why, why is that even funny? My <laughs> The butterflies came up and now they're gone. No, and then I hope... snatched them up with my butterfly catching net. <laughs> no, you, know, you know what happened? Now, we'll do off the hooks in a second. That, you know what? That's not even funny. And I'll tell you why. Okay, no, I'll tell you why. That's not even a funny joke. It's not. It's not April Fool's. Even if it was April 1st, I wouldn't laugh. Because uh, my hopes February got... February 3rd. See, sir, I'm talking. This is my show. I My hopes got up, not for the music, Ant. My hopes got up for him, for Dennis. <laughs> That he did something that would extend positive. him a week. It would extend his future potentially with the tag <laughs> show. Because trust me, brother, it is dropping rapidly. So, but instead, he's got to make a little joke. Funny guy Jones. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> funny at my audience expense. Maybe my audience likes Andy, and they want to hear his entrance music. Maybe. It's got quite the buildup. Oh my God! He loves to build things to the highest of expectations. Yeah, and he loves to build them. And I love to destroy things. How about that? Okay, that's what I do. I destroy things. Okay, I'm telling you, you're on my radar, dude. You're on the douche radar. I'm watching you, Dennis. I'm telling you, you're on the douche radar. Trust me. All right, so here's the uh, what do you call it off the hooks? Here, the uh, mania off the hook. I'm going match one. What I'd like to see at WrestleMania: the cruiserweight champion Neville, Neville, against none other than. Lucha Underground's Johnny Mundo. That would be an epic battle. Agree? It's a great start. I really like that matchup. I think that would be really good. You're, you're going to keep copious notes here. I That's am. It's a word that was used back in the day, too. Copious notes. You need to expand your vocabulary, too. Dennis, you're really starting to make me mad. I, no, I read the thesaurus nightly. Yeah, I okay. traded it in yeah. my Bible yeah. for a thesaurus. Yeah, well... 
You need to read the friggin' want ads. <laughs> so you need to stop reading. All right, what's your match, Dennis? I decided I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler. Okay. Against the man that many people say that he mimics in in ring style. I'm going to have him face Billy Gunn. Oh wow, interesting. That's an interesting match. Write that down, son. Please write these all down. I, I am. Well, even though it's your own, I wouldn't think you'd write it down. Okay, that's not bad. That's bad. And what do you, what do you got? I have. I'm going to start with a tag match, and it'd be Enzo and Big Cass versus Too Cool. Too Cool. Wow, look at this guy. Yes. Anthony, you know, you're just better than Dennis and everything you Listen, do. I stretch every morning just in case you need me to hop in there. Yeah, yeah, he stretches. No. Hydrate him. Stay hydrated. Yes. Yeah, wow. Look at that. See, Dennis, you should learn. You should learn. I that's it. All right, Nate, get out. Go into the All first. right. All right, so, so there you go. You wrote those down, right? Thanks. Yeah, good. That goes Anthony, ladies and gentlemen. Anthony. Anthony, call screening expert. Ant, maybe you come back later on, bro. Seriously. Leave the chair around because you got to come back in to carry Dennis. You know what I mean? You're going to need more than just him. <laughs> <laughs> Joke Man Jones. There he is. Dennis, producer of the Taz Show. Yeah, that's what he does. Everybody's a comedian. Yep, 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 yep. That's what happens. Hey, let's go to uh, Colin in the Steel City. Uh, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, dude? Hey, good moment, Taz. Good moment, Lumberjack. How's it going? Good, good my moment. friend. Look, bro, do you have an off-the-hook, yes or no? I do have an off-the-hook. Hold on. I, Don't be for you. Wait, just, stop. Peer, peer at the end of the sentence. Stop. Let me just say one thing, because I should have said it before you got on the phone here. So anybody who's calling with off-the-hooks, if you want to give you off-the-hooks, please give them quick, right out of the box, and then if you have a question, comment, or whatever, you can hit that after. Otherwise, it's the calls take too long, okay? All right, not a problem. I'll go with my off-the-hook. Aren't any wrestlers that people I'd like to see in a match? I want to see a Bex, Bex on the belt match. <laughs> and we got, we got the captain versus the lumberjack versus Seth in a triple threat. First one to get the back and deliver it to Taz firsthand mm. wins. Yeah. You, Colin, are a genius. That is a badass match. Now, you want to start WrestleMania with that, huh? Nice. You know, you got to start it with a big pop, you know? That, and that, that, do that, it. that's the pop that they need. That would do it, my friend. All right, good, good, good. What's your question, comment, statement, anything else, bro? Uh, my question was, uh, seeing the, the talent that we got right now in the WWE, yeah. who would you think within the next few years, uh, let's say like 10 years, who's working their way up right now? To become a Hall of Famer, who's who's wow. getting the stuff underneath their belt right now that you think is starting to make that ladder, that climb to maybe one day be a Hall of Famer? I would say Seth Rollins. I would say uh, I would say AJ Styles. Um, Small reasonings behind each one, if you have time. Uh, what is this, bro? What is it? Interview? What are you interviewing me? What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> well, 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 I think look, I think it's obvious with those two guys, their success. Um, especially Seth, I'm sorry, especially AJ, all over the world, Colin. You know, he's, he's, his success everywhere, all the big companies, everything, and going into WWE and not being a guy who's six foot three and his athletic ability, AJ Styles, I think to me is a no brainer. Um, I think he is definitely on his way to being a Hall of Famer. I think Seth Rollins, because, you know, he's had a ton of success while he was Tyler Black in Ring of Honor, but then going into the WWE realm and all his success there. And still going, even though he's got this little snafu with this injury. I think he's another guy uh, who I think you got to look at down the road. I mean, there's other guys too. It's hard to just. It's a that's a very broad question again. Uh, just to think of who else. I, I, those two guys, as far as WWE guys currently that are getting pushed and getting pushed the right way and have been getting pushed, I would think off the top of my head. 
Uh, those two names came out um, for sure. I think so. Uh, you know, that, that's my opinion on that. So uh, let's go to uh, no Ooh, Noah in Alabama. You're on the Taz Show, kid. What's up? Hey, what's up, Taz? Good, buddy. What are you, what's going on? How you doing? You good? I'm all good. All right, bring what it. What do you got for me? What do you got? What do you got? All right, I have got the U.K. tournament uh, runner-up, Pete Dunn, mm-hmm. versus the true one-of-a-kind, Rob Van Dam. Wow. Noah, that's a good one, buddy. I remember last off the hooks back in the day, Noah, you called and gave a lot of good ones, bro. Just be- from being a lifelong wrestling fan and sitting back and watching. Uh, yeah. No one cares. I understand, but but the thing the thing is, bro, I know <laughs> you do your homework. I get it. By the way, I heard your boy Nick Saban on the radio the other day because he was the National Signing Day, and then you guys got some studs there at Alabama. So he was, uh, he, you know, I like Nick Saban. You know why? Because he, he the, the guy interviewing dude was getting into the whole four star and five star thing, and Nick Saban just shut it down. And Nick Saban's like me; he's not into accolades. He don't care about awards. He don't care about rankings. He don't care about any of that stuff. And you could tell Nick Saban just cares about production. I like that, and that's why I respect the Alabama football program. And I think that is one of the big reasons Alabama's kept him for 10-plus years. That's right. You're damn right. He's, he's definitely great. Why did he flop at the Dolphins? I just, in my opinion, I just don't think – I think Saban is just one of those where he was meant to coach on the college level, mm. do amazing on college, yeah. but not exactly cut for the NFL. Okay, remember, I remember the success he had at LSU, man. He was legit at LSU before he went to the Dolphins. You remember that, right? I do. You're probably a little tight. You're probably a little kid running around Alabama, right? <laughs> around, I was hey. one who was like, okay, well, then again, I'm still the same now. Alabama's great. Everyone else sucks. Right. right. Yeah. All right. Listen, Noah, I appreciate you calling, buddy. Yes, sir. Take care. All right, so there you go. That's it. Uh, that's the deal on that. So, you know, a lot of people have a lot. See, this is the way off the hooks goes, Dennis. You're sitting there, and you are. You look so perplexed. Like, wow, this is amazing. The people are really interactive with this. People love it. That's what the Taz Show does. We we play little games, little silly-ass, stupid-ass games. People love it. I don't think they're stupid at all. Oh, ooh, defensive Jones. Uh, defensive over my IP. Interesting. <laughs> I respect that, actually. I respect that. I do respect that. Hey, Wolfgang, uh, in Germany, you're on the Taz Show. Hello, happy Friday, Taz and Mr. Timber. Yes. Timber! Hey, uh, Wolf, Wolfgang, do you guys have lumberjacks in Germany? Yes, of course. Mm. We have uh, lots of woods here. We have a lot of trees and woods. I understand. Okay. Uh, how can I help you, sir? Uh, I want to make a comment, but uh, off the hook first. Please, and begin. Uh, um, I don't want to hack you, but I uh, put Neville in the first match. Yes. Uh, but not uh, Johnny Mundo, uh, uh, but uh, Ricochet, uh, Prince Puma. Oh, very good. Yes, yeah, sure. That would be a great match. I totally agree. That would be an excellent match. No doubt about that. And what's your question, comment, or statement, sir? Uh, I finally got to watch uh, the Catholics versus Convicts uh, documentary. Oh, University um, of Miami and Notre Dame. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah, and uh, I really liked it. Uh, was a great documentary, and I want to watch the XFL uh, too. Yeah, I, uh, the XFL one was pretty cool. I thought the Catholics versus Convicts was better, in my opinion. <clears throat> I did. I really enjoyed that 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 deal they did with Notre Dame in Miami. Uh, and I'm surprised college football is not really that big of a deal there in Germany, right? 
Yeah, but I told you I, I'm a Notre Dame fan. So, you did. Uh, don't get hot. Uh, I don't remember that, Wolfgang. I mean, how am I going to remember that? I got a million people calling me. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Jeez, sorry, come on, sorry. Wolfgang. You know how I am. I, I, I can snap in a second, bro. Please, don't do that. <laughs> yes, Ted. Yes, Ted. He does the yes, Taz. All right. Well, Wolfgang, I forgot that you were a big college football fan, but I do, uh, I do appreciate you supporting the great sport of college football. And I appreciate you supporting my show, my friend. You know I do. Thank you. Uh, it took me one year uh, to uh, find out how to call the show, uh, the show from Germany, uh, but now I know how to do it. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on. What are you talking about? One year? Why did it take you one year, bro? GTS. It's that simple. What, what are you calling the United States? It's not that hard. Uh, first, I uh, thought I have to do it with the normal f uh, phone, what, but it uh, was a knob. expensive. What you say? And I call uh, not online, but uh, with the normal telephone, it would oh. be too expensive. Oh, 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 I understand the expense. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. I misunderstood you at first. But now you're good. Now you know how to do it. It's not costing you an arm and a leg, meaning expensive, right? It's okay, right? No, I, uh, now I use the Skype gimmick. Uh, so it's Skype okay. gimmick Jones. Wolfgang, Wolfgang. Very good. All right, my friend. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Yes, Taz connecting with the fans in the international airspace. That's what I do here. It's not really international airspace, I don't think. It's I think something. he's on the land. <laughs> All right. I love Wolfgang. He's the man. Test one, too. Are you kidding me? He's the man. <laughs> and it's not Wolfgang. It's Wolfgang. He sounds like a mad scientist. You know... Why do you constantly racial profile people? Whoa. Well, what do you mean, whoa? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a, that's a, that's a, well, maybe racial profile's a long word. That's a heavy accusation. No, well, oh, oh, defensive Jones. What, 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 what did I say wrong? You, you're saying the guy sounds like a mad scientist. That's not racial profiling. I was making an observation. Okay, maybe you're right. You're making an observation that he sounds. I didn't say he was. Right. Well, there's nothing wrong with being a scientist. And there's nothing wrong with being mad. Okay. Just not together. Just not together, because then it's like a sitcom. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. <laughs> Wolfgang's the man, dude. He's, you, know, you heard the man calls the show. He's He loves the show. He took him a year, but he found out. See, the problem is with you, okay? And people like you that work at CBS Sports Radio and, C and the what network. What do you mean people like I'll me? I'll tell you about people like you. You people are not, you people, you people are not used to world, uh, people from all over the world contacting a show. You guys are used to doing either regional or national stuff. I get people worldwide that contact us. That's the Taz Show. We over, bro. It's people all over the world, not just here in the States. You there are all cultured. other people. I've had this discussion with these people. I don't want to get into the whole business end of the, you know stuff with, with CBS and other people here. Like the international end of things, there's so many great fans that call it from the UK, Australia, you know. Oh, Wolfgang from Germany. I mean, we have, we have to have several people from Australia actually call Saudi Arabia, Egypt. I mean, people call from all over the place, dude. They, they, I'm giving love and, and enjoyment and insight worldwide. Don't you realize what you're dealing with here? You're not talking about some guy who's talking about, well, let's see what the Montana Grizzlies did. Oh, they scored 10 points over the Las Vegas Marados. No, that's not how this is here. I would have thought they scored more against the Marauders. They, <laughs> they've got a bad defense. All right, on that note, speaking of bad defense, I hope this guy's team has a really bad defense come Sunday. James in Boston, you're on the Taz Show. Please, don't. Just don't. Go ahead. Go. My brother, what is shaking? Yeah, go ahead. Come on. You're going to... 
I know. Well, I yeah. want to give a I want to give a mighty slumba to the uh, to your lumberjack over there taking cat naps, drinking sleepy time. Tea I don't know what the guy's break. drinking, bro. He's up to something. He's <laughs> Nyquil. Yeah, Nyquil. He's looking at me. It's crazy. <laughs> the kid hasn't blinked in two days. So I'm just telling. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what's up, man? So you got off the hooks or what? I, I do have it off the hook. It is the fabulous Moolah Cup Tournament uh, Battle Royal. Twenty of the top. Females coming into the ring. Number twenty is going to be um, oh, what's her face from UFC, Ronda Rousey. What's her face? Comes in, wins, and gets a shot at Charlotte Flair. Typical uh, guy from Boston, game. not having proper vocabulary. Typical crap <laughs> from people from up there. Unbelievable. What's her face? How uh, how disgusting of a term is that? <laughs> so you wait. You got you got a. a, a a, a, a battle royal, a battle royal. What's this? A cup for Moolah? Mo, what's this thing again? The Fabulous Moolah Memorial Cup Royal Rumble. Just like Andre the Giant, oh but it's with, it's with the women of the WWE. And uh, Ronda Rousey comes out in number 20 and wins and asks for a shot. Uh, at Flair, at Charlotte Flair's. Uh, so you want to start WrestleMania with a Royal Rumble match? Yes. Wow. Thank God you're not a promoter. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and what's your statement, comment? I'm sure it's something to do with the freaking Patriots. What is it? Well, you know, we all know that you have the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. But my question to you is, who do you think are going to be the two players that are going to make a difference on each team? I would say Garoppolo. Will you stop? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, for for the uh, for the Falcons, I would say Devontae Freeman. Okay, I think yeah. I just have a feeling he's going to have a good game. I just I just really do. I don't know why. Uh, I think Matty Ice is is awesome, just like Brady's awesome. We know that. I mean, did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? Just a reminder for you. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I would say Devontae Freeman and. Um, I'm gonna have to go with my man Chris Hogan, man. It's just he's red hot right now. He's got a big target on him. Uh, if if I had a back off, if I had a back off of him, I would go with Edelman. I think maybe 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 the Falcons defense will focus too much on Hogan, and that, that that's the problem with the with the Pats. Then you leave Edelman. You know he's running around making catches left and right because he's a clutch guy too. So you guys got a lot of you got a lot of power. I mean Blunt could come up and then uh, turn it up and 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 have a great game too. You never know. I mean. Yeah, I mean, Belichick builds great teams with those two great uh, coordinators you guys have. It, it, it's just disgusting. I hate it. So, <laughs> it really is. Uh, what do you think uh, the score is? I'm curious. What do you think is going to happen? Because you're a big Pats fan and you're up there. What, what, and by the way, all, everybody on the radio there, on TV in, in New England and Boston, everybody's running around just like the game's over. You guys are all cocky like you won. Yeah, I mean, I'm already, you know, I'm already wearing my homemade, uh, you know, uh, Super Bowl champions 2017 Super Bowl Li BBB XXY. Oh my God! Please, please. No. <laughs> um, okay, give me the score, sir, and then hang up the phone. What do you think the score is going to be? 35-14. So now you're going to be close. Oh he my God! You cocky bastard! The nerve <laughs> of you! Are you freaking kidding me, bro? 35. 35-14. No, you got to see uh, Dennis's face, bro. He's like. Dude, come on. This is a typical Patriot fan, dude. 14, James? The Falcons' offense is good. Yeah, real good. Yeah, the Patriots' defense is even better. Yeah, but the the Falcons' defense is young and faster, okay? But the Patriots' offense is deadly. You never know. For all we know, a guy from the stands can be coming in and grabbing 104 receiving yards from Brady. 
Oh, God. You know what? Why don't you guys put a, make a trophy and put them when you enter the state of Massachusetts, just put, put this giant trophy blocking the highway that you have to actually go through his legs. And he could take a big heap and <laughs> on everybody as he drives through. How about that? Okay? So, that sorry. Works. Sorry, I get a little crazy. I'm a real New Yorker, James. I apologize. <laughs> you love it. You love it. You think it's the greatest thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's uh, why I love you, Taz. I, I, I get the opposing opinion. You know, you're, I don't get a sycophant reply. That's the best Sycophant. You guys, <laughs> listen, the, the Pats, there's no doubt. The legacy and everything. I mean, my son says to me, yes, he actually made a good point. He goes, hey, Dad, when, you think they're ever going to change the Lombardi trophy to the Belichick trophy? Now, it sounds funny, but... Look how many, how many friggin', uh, you know, how many Super Bowls this guy's won. I'm done with the tablets. I mean, it's almost like you almost, when the guy retires, it's almost like you got to name the trophy after him. You know what I mean? I totally agree. Yeah, I'm sure. Shocking. All right, James, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, brother. We'll see. You. I'll call you. I'll call you next week. Yeah, I'm sure you'll call me Monday. Uh, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the game, bud. See ya. All right, brother. Bye, bye, bye. Oh boy, right, we got to go to break. That's wait, always... wait. What? Before we go to break. Why? I have something to tell you. He's trending again. Jazz ah, keeps trending and trending this. and trending and trending. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. The Dennis Jones bringing the wood. Finally bringing some proper info. Bro, you're the man. You're getting good news. I love you. Shit, Mike. It's all because of you. I owe you everything. He's pretending to eat. This is crazy. Don't believe This is great. Going into a weekend trending Jones. You can't go wrong, bitches. Oh, yeah. And as usual, there's only one thing you got to do, and I got to thank me. It's because <laughs> of me that the show trends. Let's be honest, Dennis. You know. <laughs> That's it. It's the yeah. bottom line. So what's trending? Hashtag the Tash Show or hashtag we over? We over. We over. Good golly, Miss Molly. <sighs> Good stuff. Good. St- hey, folks, look, it's because of you guys. I'm joking. Thank you, everybody, for getting the show trending. Uh, we over is trending. That's a big deal. Let's keep it trending. And you know what? Let's go another level, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get hashtag the Taz show. Let's get that trending also. Yes! Let's do that. Let's go on above whatever. Let's just get higher, like Dennis. Let's just go... Oh, more accusations. No, no, I'm just saying. Let let's go up higher. You know what I mean? Let's really let's let let's get both things trending. People would love that. No one cares. Seriously, they would. I'm telling you. Love is lifting me higher. That's an old song. On that note, we're going to break. Can't follow that, nor do I want to. We will take that out of the podcast version. All right, Tash Show on the side. We'll keep going with Off the Hooks. We'll keep trending, kids, and we'll get into some more Super Bowl chatter, and uh, that's it. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Oh, a little tune you sang before the break, huh, Jobber? Right. Hold on. I know this tune, bro. Your love is lift higher. Ever been lifted? Desire 
forevermore. <laughs> Your love is lifting me higher. Higher. Higher and higher. The lumberjack is higher. I know the lumberjack is definitely higher. It's going to sound weird later when... No, maybe not. Maybe not. We'll discuss after the show. Oh, that's a good tease. (laughs) Post-production tease. I'm on pins and needles over here. Oh, yeah. Dude, that song's got to be from like 79, 80 or something like that. Way earlier than that. Is it earlier than that? Yeah. Tell my wife would know right away. Boom. She knows all these songs, like these songs from back in the day. Your love! Oh, Ooh, trumpet Jones. Trumpet. trumpet action. Love a good trumpet. I'm sure you love the trumpet. <laughs> that and Spotted Dick. <laughs> Two things I can't live without. Bro, I could... <laughs> what <are> you... <laughs> Not even that. <laughs> when you just said... I love a good trumpet. I could I could see the gifts now. I could see Oh, uh, you are gonna me... get destroyed, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> dude, I'll tell you. You need to eat more multiple sandwiches before these shows. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So yeah, we over hashtag we over is trending. Hashtag the Tash Show is not trending, yes. <laughs> and uh, somebody's like, oh, what happened? Well, no, I think because there's different thresholds, and that's the truth. We over is a new, a new uh, hashtag that we've been promoting since the new year. So, where hashtag the Taz show is an older one, and the way that works with the uh, the social media people told me, this is what they told me. I don't know if I believe them, but they said um, it's got to hit different thresholds to start trending. So, we have a higher threshold with hashtag the Taz show, hence correct. why, because it's an older one. I know the hashtag where we over is a newer one. So it's a lesser, awesome. meaning that it's not that it's easy to trend, uh, but we over. That's why we trend, bitches. I mean, we know this. Uh, by the way, I talked about the XFL. We're going to get to the phones in a minute. The phones are jammed. People uh, have a lot of things they want to say. There's some Super Bowl predictions. There's off the hooks people want to give for WrestleMania opening match. I did not mention this when I talked about the XFL in segment one of this show, and I want to say it. And whenever I see Vince McMahon, I'm going to talk to him about this. I did not notice this. I'm very angry at myself. In his interview with that douche, Bob Costas, okay, Vince was getting heated. He was getting hot. And he said the word ain't. Now, for those true fans of the Taz Show or even way back to the human podcast machine, you know why I'm saying that. You don't know the story behind this? I'm not going to give you a short story. I'm going to give you the Reader's Digest version of it. Okay? Okay. Bottom line is, I got fined. Me and JR were on watch by the WWE, namely Vince himself, as broadcasters. If either of us said the word ain't, we were getting fined 150 bucks. 150 bucks. What are you nuts? If we said the word ain't, because he felt like it was not good grammar. And he sat there, Vince, with Costas, and he said ain't. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Very surprised that Vince... He said, ain't's not a word. That's what he told me. I said, ain't no mountain high enough. Don't. Please don't sing it. Don't. Don't. Your eyes lit up. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no 
bridge long enough. Is that the one? Close. It's <laughs> it's definitely dealing with like uh, hilly mm. terrain. So you're in, you're in the ballpark. But anyway, I just want to point that out about Vince. Hey, Aaron in Ohio, you are on the Taz show. What's up, buddy? Hi, Taz. I would like to put you over. This is my first time, long time. Oh, interesting. Yambag shot. First time, long time. I love when people say that. Well, thank you very much, sir, for getting involved with the show. Are you new to the show? Um, I'm actually not. I've been listening since last year's WrestleMania, and I don't wake up early enough to actually call oh. you, but today's a special occasion. Okay. And... Um, do you, hey, I have a question, Aaron. Do you normally like listen to the podcast version, or you know AOD as some call it, or do you watch the VOD? What do you normally do? Well, Taz, I'm going to put you over again. Yes. I don't call your uh, daily show a podcast. Mm. Uh, if I if I'm plugging it to people, I go like, listen to the Taz show. He's got the VOD. And he's got the AOD, and people give me weird looks, and I'm like, what? What is that? And I'm like, <laughs> audio on demand. Yes. Good job, Aaron. You're my new favorite caller. Um, yes, buddy. So talk to me. How can I help you, sir? You got a off the hook? Um, you, you got a Super Bowl thing? What do you got? I don't have an off the hook. No problem. Yet. That's okay, I'll probably bro. have one next week. That's, but cool. My, That's cool. I'm going to give you my stop, Super Bowl Stop, stop, Aaron. Stop, stop. Stop. I want you to stop. This oh, is why geez. I want you to stop. No, no, it's okay, Aaron. I'm going to put you over, my friend. Because what you just did, this is proper radio caller etiquette. Dennis, you know where I'm going with this. Okay, this is proper et radio etiquette uh, that you're doing here, caller etiquette. You are not going to just lie and make up and off the hook. You want to be prepared, correct, Aaron? Yes, sir, I do. I respect that. I respect that of you, my friend. And you know what? I think that's good stuff. Instead of sitting down here and just lying and laughing, you're telling the truth. Now, you're like, well, I'd like to see this guy wrestle like that's good stuff. What's your Super Bowl prediction? All right, so with... I'll tell you a, little, a quick little story. With the college football national championship, I was rooting for Clemson, and Alabama did, uh, ended up losing. Right. I'm, I'm not an Alabama fan. Are you an Ohio State fan? Yes, sir, I am. Okay. My best friend, who's called many times, um, he actually goes to the university. Okay, he's a Buckeye, as they say. Got it. Okay. Oh, yes, he is. I have been um, to the campus there in Columbus. It's a beautiful place. I have been there, yes. Yes, it is. And my Super Bowl prediction is going to be the Falcons. Okay, I'm with you on that. But I have a question. Why did you just talk about the national championship, dude? Like, what, what were you getting at there? Well, because <laughs> the, th the thing is, is um, my, like, idol for football is Tom Brady. No and... one Why would you say that to me, sir? <laughs> Why would you say I know, that to I me? I know. You don't, you don't like the Tom Brady. No. I respect but, his um... play, but I don't like him. You know what? Let me tell you something, Aaron. If Tom Brady wore a mask, like a hood, like a lucha hood, I would have no problem. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see his face, okay? The way he plays, I respect it. I don't like his face. That's what it is, I think. Oh, trust me. I, I'm, I'm jealous of I Tom Brady. Okay, so what else but, do you want to say? He's your idol, but you want the Falcons to win. Yeah, I want – because to me, it's, um, you know, every Super Bowl either features the Patriots and another team or – yeah, I know. Just the Patriots, you know. Mm. Do you vape? I do not. Okay, good. Because I was wondering, because you kind of starting to remind me of Dennis a little bit. You seem a little, uh, now I could see why you're not a morning person there. I could tell because you're starting to like, put me to yeah. sleep over here. Um, all right, so you want the Falcons to win. I love you for that, Aaron. But you are saying that your favorite player of all time is who? 
Uh, uh, Tom Brady. One more word, and I'm hanging up on you. I don't know why you would say that again, but that's okay. So, do you want to give a score prediction before you hang up? Um, I'm going to keep it close, and probably it's going to be a high-scoring game with the Falcons' offense right. and the Patriots' defense. So, I'm going to go 41 to 38. Wow, that's a better score than James said. Ugh, that guy pissed me off. Thank you for calling, Aaron. I appreciate it. Good caller right there. Get yourself some coffee. Um, so, yeah, so he didn't give a off-the-hook, off the hook, and that's a good thing. See, don't just give me an off-the-hook because you want to be in the game. You know, just go, I want to call the show. No, no, no. If you don't have an off-the-hook, it's okay. Be prepared. And if you do have an off-the-hook, please give it quickly. Move on. It's like the soup Nazi. You get your soup, you order your soup, you move on. Next. Next. It's like the soup Nazi from the Seinfeld. It's the same thing but different. I promise. Give you off the hook. Maybe I have a comment. Maybe I don't. No soup for you. That's how this is done. Okay? No playing games. No dicking around. Hey, uh, Kevin in Boston. Ugh. You're on the Taz show. What's up? Yes, why do you come on, man? Oh, I, man. I'm sorry. Right? I, I had I'm a read. I, I didn't know it's. I, listen, listen, listen. I, I when I saw the town, I had a read. I'm like, no, not another Boston guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know you hate us. I'm sorry. All right. Oh, hey, God. quickly, let me just say a fantasy off the hook WrestleMania booking. The Big first match. Hold on, hold Kev. Kev, first match, right? Uh, uh, yes, first okay. match. Go, go. Opening match. Kevin Owens versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Wow. Dude, that's a good one. Kev, that's a good one, bro. That's a, right. Hey, Dennis, Big, that's good, right? That, that is good. I don't know if I would want it, that as an opening that, match. That's a know, great that, match. That's a good match right there, buddy. That's a good one. You that's know? a good one. I like that. All right, what else you got, bro? Big athletic. And I, all I want to say, Taz, is uh, I respect the Falcons, and uh, it's going to be a real, real hard game for the Patriots. But um, I am going to take New England Patriots 31-28. Thank you very much, Taz. Oh, my God. God. All right. No problem. And I would love to wish you luck, your team. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? <laughs> I got I gotta tell you, Kev, the only thing, the only reason, and this is this is almost like groundbreaking news for me here. The only yeah. reason why I and some people might not give a rat's ass I'm about to say. But I'll tell you this. The only reason why I'd want to see the Patriots win, and what a lot of people are talking about, and you know where I'm going with this is to see yeah. Roger Goodell hand that trophy over to Tom Brady. Right. Uh, is that right. like big it, chatter up there in Boston on the news and stuff? It is, Taz, but, you know, everyone's saying that really it's going to be – that won't even happen. It's going to be more Goodell passing it to Belichick. Oh, I mean, yeah. passing it to Kraft, passing it to Belichick, Belichick passing it to Brady. So it's going to be skipped over. So how funny it would be, though, Kev, if, if, Brady, if the Patriots win – and then Brady gets the trophy, and he goes over to Roger Goodell, and he just he just kicks him right in the taint. Just just, just to be hilarious, bro. How funny would that be? Yeah, just just kick him right in the yam bag. Just yeah, that'd be just great. That'd be awesome. I'm telling you. Well, enjoy the game, Kevin. Thank you for calling, buddy. So uh, so there you have it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Boston fans are coming in like crazy, Dennis. Funny how that works. Oh God. Yep. You don't hear them all for weeks. You don't hear from them. Then all of a sudden, the the eve of the Super Bowl, almost eve. How's that? Almost, Steve. That's what this is. What else are we supposed to do? We gave our off the hooks, right? Yeah. We uh, we didn't really do Super Bowl predictions yet. Uh, yeah, I should probably get into. I kind of been saying that. You know, I was on someone's show. Uh, whose show was that? When I was promoting the Raw Rumble post show, I did. 
it might have been Moose's show on CBS Sports Radio, or it might have been on with Tiki and uh, Tierney. Um, with Tiki and Tierney. I'm trying to remember. And I gave a Super Bowl. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? I was it with Tiki? I think it was. I can't know. Well, Tiki wasn't on. Brendan Tierney was on. Tiki wasn't in studio. But I can't remember. I gave a score prediction somewhere. Where the hell was it? And, oh, I think it was with Joe and Evan. I was with Joe Beningo and uh, Evan Rob. Was Tiki or Tierney? I don't know. Or Joe or no, Evan? I did, I did a lot of media for yeah, the promotion. popular guy. Uh, you know, over like Rover, son. I mean, what do you think this is here? What do you think you're dealing with? Did you do a lot of spots? Uh, uh, what do you, set me up? I don't like that question. I like the way you asked it. Oh, were they rushing you? No. Who's who? No one you rushed me. me down. <laughs> I was... No, I was I, w- I did do a lot of spots, but and I had a hurry because that one day I had to do like three or four. And I did one with a guy uh, up in Toronto, a radio station. I got into an argument with him actually. Oh, that's good. Oh, uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, and then off air, because off air he referenced the show as a podcast, uh, so he set the table in a really bad way. So I go into the interview just you know tight ass Jones, you know what I mean, like just ready to pounce, you know. One day I'm going to tell a story, a recent story about WWE and me in, a, in an awesome conversation without getting into too much detail, and the word podcast. And, and this has happened recently. I can't share the story <laughs> right now, but it's a cool story. It's a funny story, and it will make people laugh their asses off. That's all I'm going to say. It's a little tease, I guess. So, Super Bowl predictions. Then I got to get back to the calls here and get some of these Manny off the hooks. There's a lot of people calling Manny off the hooks is back. So... All right, so predictions. I, I reason why I brought up what I said to this on this other radio show, I think it was Joe and Evan's show, I wanted to be consistent in my score, and I don't remember my score. I had the Falcons winning. I think the Falcons are going to win the game. Okay, and I'm not the only one who thinks that. I know the Lions, what, three? Correct. So the Pats are favorite by three. Hey, so I, I think, I think it's going to be a higher scoring game also. Who do they should win the game? I'm rooting for the Falcons because I don't want to see the Patriots win. But it, I mean, I think this is going to be one of the better Super Bowls. I think you're right. I think it's going to. Be, I agree with you. High scoring. I want to. I'm hoping for whoever has the ball last because. Oh my God! Don't say that because if Brady has the ball last, we're done. They're going to win the game. Well, yeah, but if Matt Ryan does, he's going to win the game. No, no, look, I love Matt Ryan. Matty Ice, he's my man. Boston College, the whole thing, I got it. But I'm telling you right now, Brady's better. I mean, I hate to say it. I really, I hate to say it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. No! I hate to say it, but I have to. Takes a big man to admit that. I hate it. I hate saying it. Belichick's turning me with the lacrosse thing. I can't help it. Yeah, you are kind of turning into a Belichick guy. What's going on here? I love the old, something I tweeted yesterday. I never said this out loud. Something else about me that people don't know with the Patriots, I've actually always loved their old school logo with the center snap of the ball in the gimmick uniform. Wait a second! Patriot Pat. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, am I turning? What's going on here? Bandwagon Jones. I don't know what's going on. Or it's like we talked about a couple weeks ago, you hop on the Patriots bandwagon because you've had a rough go this playoffs. Oh, KOD. Kiss of Death City. Yes! I should be rooting for the Pats! I can't do it. 
I respect that. I can't do it. But I'll tell you, I do like that old logo. I've always liked that. I've never had a piece of. So, somebody's going to tweet you, your face, <laughs> snapping the ball. If they could do that and make it orange and black, I'll I'll put it over. If they make it red, white, and blue like the Pat's colors, I won't put it over. <laughs> Even though I am a proud American. But but I will say, I, I am. Nice but, caveat. Yeah. I am a proud American. <laughs> but I will say, that logo was one of my favorite. Oh, the logo I, was great. Dennis, in my life, I've had a lot of different football you know, apparel and stuff like that, hats. I mean, I'm a fan of all different logos. I've always been. I'm a, I'm a creative man. We know this. So the thing is, though, but even though my bills are my bills, and of course, uh, I'm a my NFC team is the Seahawks. But the thing is, I've never in my life owned a piece of Patriots apparel or gear, dude. Two years ago, I was in search of some hats. I was buying some hats, and I saw the old school Pats logo on a hat, and I'm like, God. Oh. Man, buy a hat. Should I buy this hat? That logo, I love the logo, and it's easy to find that logo on a hat. I know that. Oh, jeez, I didn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Good for you. And, I, and it's not about the money. I, I got a lot of problems. Money ain't one of them. We know that. But, but the thing is, like, humble brag. <laughs> I actually hacked that line from Jr. To be honest with you, Jr. used to say that. Like, it's a joke. Like. Yeah, yeah. JR it's funny it. coming from Jr. Oh, thanks, thanks for bearing well, me. Uh, no, oh. <laughs> it's funny coming from you too. No, but. he says it funny because he's got a, he's got an accent, unlike me. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. He's I got no accent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he's got an accent, so when he says it's funny. But I actually hacked that from him. But he, he used to say that junk around. And, and you know, Jr. Believe me, people don't. He's very sarcastic. And uh, if you listen to his podcast, you can tell at times he loosens up. But he's been on my show. You know, damn it. Damn it, Dennis, I blame this on you. I should have had JR on this show to give some Super Bowl predictions. I mean, Damn it. I bet if you called him in a pinch, he would answer. Oh, he's an hour behind. I'm not waking a man up. I'm not going to bother. He's a busy. He's probably working. He's, he's running all over the place. The guy's busier than anybody. Churning some barbecue. <sighs> what do you think? He just sits in his big yard in Oklahoma making barbecue. Do you just, do you constantly have to. Make fun of people. I'm and not their, making fun. Their traditions that, and their history. That is and, a very lucrative business he's carved for I mean, himself. Do, do, do you have this visual of Jr. with the black hat? I, I very much do, actually. At seven in the morning, churning barbecue sauce. I mean, really? I dude. very much do. And you got Wolfgang in Germany. He's mixing up <laughs> stuff in a beaker. He's got a beaker going. Ah, yes, ah, yes. Yeah, well, come on. What are we doing here, bro? Uh, I, my brain goes cartoon mode, so I. I Gotta be very, very careful, sir. You really got to be careful. You say some things, you're shooting your mouth off. You really got to watch yourself. I'm telling you. Hey, uh, Presley in Dallas, uh, you are on the Taz show. Hey, Taz, thanks for taking my my call. You're very welcome, sir. How can I help you? Awesome. I uh, I was listening to your Royal Rumble show and heard you and some of your guests talking about Brock Lesnar should get even with Goldberg at WrestleMania. Yes. And if that match were to happen, uh, hypothetically, let's say Goldberg goes out and he's supposed to let uh, Brock Lesnar get even, what would happen in this day and age, and would it ever happen if Goldberg decided he didn't want to lose and change the plan and tried to fight that? I think Brock would do some bad things to him uh, in the ring. and I Just don't... take care of it? I do. Yes, that's how the business goes. And, and you know... The thing is, though, uh, Presley, what happens is, like in wrestling business, that's a rare thing now. Um, because it's not just, you know, people don't try to change finishes no more in the ring, Presley. And it's it's not, especially at WWE level, it's not because anyone's not tough or afraid to get beat up or they don't want to beat someone up or, or they don't, they don't want to get into a real fight. It's not because anyone fears anyone. It's not because of that. 
it's because of one word, unprofessionalism. So it's, it's, that's really frowned upon, and you get blacklisted if you do that now. You know what I mean? You just can't do that. That's just bad business. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I was just thinking if Goldberg was on his way out, and, you know, I just heard other wrestlers doing it in the past. Um, it's ha- no, think- you're right. It's happened in the past. It has. I just don't think Goldberg is unprofessional like that. Um, I, I've met Bill a couple times, don't know him, can't say I'm friends with the guy, or I, I've never really, you know, uh, hung with the guy or traveled with the guy or wrestled him, nothing. But I know of him, and I know he's a pro. He's successful to the level he's at. Of course, he's a professional, and, and you know, and, and thank you, Presley, for calling. And <clears throat> that's what people need to realize, you know. Not that those guys years ago weren't professional, but it was a different era. Things were different where guys didn't want to put a guy over. That's a very old school thing. You, you can't really do that anymore, to be frank, because to make real money now, real money, there's really only one place in America, that is, to make real money as a wrestler, and it's the WWE. Um, you could make a good living at other places, and if you're going to Japan a lot, you can make real money, too. Uh, it's tough to get those gigs, though. Uh, the thing is, my, what, I'm get, what I'm getting at is if you start having that rep that you're shooting on guys in the end, okay, yeah, you know what, it's my last... It's my, okay, to Presley's point, the caller from Dallas, Texas. You know, hey, you know what's my last match? I'm done. I'm leaving WWE and I'm leaving the business. I don't care if I get a bad rep. I'm Goldberg. I don't care. I'm just hypotheticals here. Yeah, I, 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 Does Goldberg really want his reputation to be that he tried to change a finish at a big show or any show, little show, uh, and then he's done in the business and that's what he wants people to remember him as? Remember him as? No. He's had an excellent career and an excellent legacy. Why would he want to do that? You know what I mean? So, uh, but Presley, I get, I see what you're getting at, and and fans are like intrigued by that sometimes. That's cool. Oh, the guy's trying to really win, and he's shooting on the guy. And that that's very old school, you know. Uh, and I don't see Goldberg doing something like that. All right. So I'm going to break here. I'll decide to break. Take more phone calls. I'll put the you know off the hooks. Got to really galvanize the Super Bowl prediction. We got to do Soren. Uh, and what else we got to do? I, and uh, I think we'll be on Facebook Live. Are we going to be on Facebook Live? I will talk to the people that need to be talked to. Oh, great. I wish we would have done that already, but <laughs> I'd be good to promote that's coming up. But anyway, uh, that's okay. You, you you said we were trending before. How's Before I go to break, are we still, are we done? We stopped trending probably, we're, right? We're, we're done all... trending for now, but I, f- oh, I feel Jesus, we'll be back. damn it. Wow, what a way to go to break. What a horrible hook. We'll be on Facebook Live, though. Oh, well, at least we got that information. Why are we not trending? <sighs> Going to break. Damn it. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, all right, well, we're back here at Taz Show, Friday edition, on the cusp of uh, the Super Bowl, Falcons versus the uh, Pats coming up on um, Sunday. Giving predictions a little bit, also doing off the hooks. Doing that, spraying my hole here for my uh, audio jack. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, I had to spray more alcohol in there. Could have keep that bitch clean. So, anyway, I digress. So, uh, yeah, we got people calling in, like, in droves for off the hooks. So, we'll get to a couple of those people in this last segment of the Taz Show, Fourth Quarter City. Yeah, I think we're on Facebook Live. We've been on the gimmick chat the whole show, and I have not gotten a chance to get on there. To chat with anybody they probably hate me um i'm sorry i've just been busy here um just you know laughing and farting so on that note um so yeah i gave the prediction uh, the falcons will win 
Dennis uh, the Lumberjack thinks the foul is a win. Dennis gave a score. I don't remember the score. I did not give a score. I'm going to okay. say. Told you didn't. 38-34 Falcons. I'm going to say 30-28. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Falcons. So we both agree it'll be a tight game. Dirty Birds. They don't go by Dirty Birds no more, right? No. Remember, Remember when that? Jerry Glanville coached them? Oh, it was crazy. Remember he, Gl- didn't Glanville coach He them? did, but not when they were the Dirty Birds. That was the Dan Reeves. Uh, that was when they went to I the Super Bowl yeah. against Denver. When did Dion play for them? When, when, when what's his name was there? Uh, who's the coach? The Gl- Glanville, right? When, when Probably. Dion, I'll, Neon I'll, Dion? Primetime. 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 Who's the man, bro? Um, no doubt about it. All right, so yeah, we got to get to uh, get a couple of these calls out of the way here. We also got to get into Soren on social media because uh, apparently uh, the Lumberjack put it in this contract, so it's got to be done. Timber! So I'm dealing with Divas here. I got a good agent. No disrespect to Divas, but that's what I'm dealing with. It's unfortunate. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, we got the. Uh, oh, I hope this is correct. Oh, God. No, this might be wrong. Hey, do we have uh, Matt? Matt, is this Matt in Florida? This is Matt. Oh, Matt, sorry. I had a little miscommunication. How you doing, man? You're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Uh, good moment. I got a, a off-the-hook and a Samojo idea. Yes, sir. Okay, off-the-hook is uh, the Demon Finn Balor versus the Great Buddha. Ooh. Ugh, done. I'm in. <laughs> that's great. That's a great match. I, I think that's a good one. That's the, Man, imagine starting to show off with that. Poof, that'd be insane. How do you follow that? Holy crap. Yeah. Good stuff. What else you got? And the uh, Samojo... I'd like to see him uh, surprise attack Goldberg on Raw and Triple H use him to cause chaos if he's still on the NXT roster and just keep attacking guys week after week, which will lead to them hacking your original idea where Triple H will demand the first hour of Raw for NXT. Um, I, look, you know, listen, Matt, I love that to happen. NXT gets an hour on Raw for sure. Um, I, I think my only th- I love that's a cool idea. My only thing is why I don't think that would happen is just because where the character Triple H is right now, his laser focus has been on obviously Seth Rollins and that promo we just saw him do. He obviously wasn't. If there was any little line in there, any kind of disrespect towards Raw or something or, or you know, it, it, which he wouldn't do because his wife is the. the Runs raw, you know what I mean. I think it'd be yeah. a little tough to do that, and I also don't think you want to muddy the waters with Goldberg right now because you're going Goldberg, Brock, and all that kind of. You know what I mean? So I think with Joe, uh, it's not a horrible idea. I just think the time of it doing right now, I don't think that would work, in my opinion. Yeah, I just I just see the the Goldberg Lesnar match being kind of bad at WrestleMania. Well, I think that's why I, I, I think that's why stuff has been done quick. To be honest with you, I don't know if these two guys are going to have chemistry. They're just not. They're two big guys um, that are not like twenty-one years old, you know. So, uh, and I don't know what they're going to do at the at the uh, at, at, at WrestleMania, but I do think that we're going to see a steady diet of suplexing on on two Goldberg from uh, Brock Lesnar. I, I don't think the match will be long, and I think that might that could piss some people off. Both of these guys are not built in character to go long. And thank you for calling, Matt. Both of these guys, Lesnar you know, and Goldberg, their characters wouldn't go in there and have like a long-ass match and this, this long battle, you know. You're going to get, you know, seven, eight minutes that impactful of, of strong stuff because that's how these guys, that's their characters. That's their style. And, and it works for both Goldberg and Brock. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. It will be. But you can't, you can't. You can't let Goldberg ride off into the sunset 
having Brock Lesnar's number. You just can't do that, in my opinion. Brock's got to get his comeuppance. He's got to be able to kick the piss out of Goldberg to some degree on uh, at WrestleMania, in my opinion. I think that's very important, and, and, and we'll see if they do that. Hey, Joe in Detroit, uh, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, good moment, Taz and Lumberjack. Good moment, sir. Good moment. Yes. So, for yes. my first match at Mania, yes. I would take Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler and call them the glorious show-up and put them up against Rick Roode. And Kurt Henning. Oh, man. Perfectly rude. Wow. Look at someone's done their homework, Joe. Good job, kid. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe, have you. I'm started off with the bang. Dude, Joe, you're from Detroit. Have you been to the Joe? <laughs> you get that, right? <laughs> I, I absolutely get it. Thank God the Joe's going away. Oh, uh, I've been there many times. And uh, why? Well, you don't like the Joe? I, it's got historical relevance, but to me, you you got to be up with the times, and at this point, either upgrade the Joe or, like they're doing, move on. For some that don't know, we're speaking of the Joe Lewis Arena in Detroit. That's what we're speaking of. So some people aren't as smart as you and I, Joe, so I have to tell them. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I've, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm all about it, and I've, I've actually been there many times for many events, and I actually know George the Animal Steel, so oh. Mr. Myers. Yes. I've seen him many times. That's awesome. He used yeah. to be the gym teacher at my high school. I've heard that. I've heard that he did. Was he biting people's heads? Like, what was he doing? Was he biting? He was a regular man. He wasn't, he wasn't biting. <laughs> he, no, he wasn't biting people's heads. But if you messed around during football practice, he wasn't afraid to take you by the helmet and smash you against the I'm wall. sure he grabbed a few face masks in his day and yelled at people. Uh, all right. I appreciate it, Joe. Thank you for calling. Uh, George Steele met him many, many times, yeah, a few times, not many. And always a, a respectful towards him as a legend and, uh, and was a very nice man for sure towards me anyway. Hey, Mike on Strong Island, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Good moment, gentlemen. How's it going? Good moment, Good big moment. guy. What's up, man? Uh, I wanted to give my, rest, uh, my WrestleMania off the hook. I had a quick question about wrestling names. Yeah, sure. Okay, my off the hook would be a submission match against Samoa Joe against Taz. Uh-oh. I better be going over. Um, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so that would be pretty cool. I, I, I you know, I, I think Joe and I back in the day would probably have had a really good match. Yeah, I mean, I would yeah. want to. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I, I would. I have, he's a good friend of mine. I have nothing but respect for him. I think. I think that would be a pretty interesting match. Uh, that's nice. Yeah. That's cool. I think you guys would pull the roof, roof off. But yeah. my uh, na- my question about names: Do you have people like Cody Rhodes who can't use Cody Rhodes? In other yeah. you know, wrestling venues, yeah, like Samoa Joe came over with Samoa Joe. Is it just because WWE is better lawyers? Uh, no, it's it's it, it's a good question on your part. I think every case is uh, different. That's number one. Number two, the main thing with those two names you just said, bro. Samoa Joe was Samoa Joe was Samoa Joe before he came to WWE. He had that name. It kind of was galvanized. It was who he is. So it'd be kind of like tough to ignore that because he was pushed at a high level in TNA and his stuff in Ring of Honor. So people knew him. Where Cody Rhodes became Cody Rhodes uh, un, under the WWE umbrella. Does that all make sense? 
I see. So if they start it, then it's there. Well, that's right. It, that's it. right. So like me, for example, I was Taz, right? So I was T-A-Z. But then I went to WWE, I was T-A-Z-Z. You know, you think, oh, who cares about a letter? Well, the one letter makes a big difference in trademarking and stuff like that and what they own compared to what I own, which is called intellectual property. So, the, the, uh, yeah, so the WWE, uh, T-A-Z-Z, would be something that back in the day that they had where I was T-A-Z. But then performed as T-A-Z-Z. You know what I mean? But I was Taz. At the end of the day, that's who I was. It was just like, um, you know, like they could tweak names a little bit. Like when the Road Warriors went over uh, went over to uh, WWE, uh, Mike, uh, they were called the Legion of Doom. You know, uh, people knew them as Animal and Hawk. They were still Animal and Hawk. But, okay, years ago in the NWA and all that stuff and all the success, AWA, the Road Warriors moniker was the Legion of Doom, Animal and Hawk. So WWE, I assume, because the Road Warriors owned the name the Road Warriors, they went with Legion of Doom. I guess that's what they did, but they still were Animal and Hawk, if that makes sense. Um, all right. Yeah, that's how it goes. But someone now there are also ways when you when you leave a company, you know, let's say um, you, know, you said Cody Rhodes. Let's just use his name as an example. You know, maybe he. I'm not saying he did this. Yeah, you know, let's say he leaves. He works out a deal on his contract on his exit plan that he gets to keep the name. Now, sometimes WWE will let that happen. It's rare, but a lot of times they don't. Okay, so okay. hopefully that answers all of your thoughts and questions. I mean, uh, on the name game, but uh, it, it's a very important thing in wrestling. So, thank you for calling, Mike. I appreciate it. All right, so what's what? Can what? I piggyback? What if um, Ugh. what if the wrestler uses his actual name? That's your name. That's and, it. Uh, yeah, right. WWE can't. They can't, can't do anything yeah, about not, that. I've never heard of something like that where if someone's wrestling. That's why if you look at <laughs> in NXT as these talents are coming up and they're getting trained and they're wrestlers and all this stuff, it's with the younger t- you don't see that anymore. You right. don't see it like back in the day where guys were using their. It's, I, I mean, I'm sure there's a few people that do, but most of these people, um, Alexa Bliss, off the top of my head, that's not her name. You know, I'm just saying they they give. From what I understand, they get a, when they're breaking in under the WWE umbrella. Here's a list: pick something or come up with something, and legal will search it, and we'll see what the deal is. See if you, you know, we could use it, and if if the, the powers that be want you to use it, and that's how that goes. So if it's someone's real name, if a guy's real name is I don't know, let's just say Mike Daruki. So if a guy's name is Mike Daruki and he's getting trained by NXT WWE and WWE Performance Center and he says, hey, I want to be named my real name, Mike Daruki. There's, from what I could see the way things go down there now, out there now, they're not letting him be Mike Daruki. You know what I mean? So it's like it's they have to be and that's good business by them. They look at it like they're building you, your character, your brand, but they're paying you and they're giving you this gigantic platform. So they want to be able to own their branding and their trademarking. It's that simple. You know? So it's like Russell Wilson leaves the Seahawks, goes to play for the Chiefs. He can't be called the Seahawk Russell Wilson. I'm just, I know it's a weird example, but Makes it's, sense. It's, if you think about it in the sports world, you just can't do that. So um, I, I do think that, um, I do think... WWE does a good job with some of the names. Some of the names start to bleed together. I think it's. Uh, I don't think we'll see much more of people using their real names, though. Though I don't think that's how. I just, just from a, a, a marketing and, and money making perspective and branding and 
and uh, social media. If you notice, a lot of these talents, they have the letters WWE next to their name when they come into social media from getting trained at the Performance Center. That's WWE. You know, so they, they, that's their branding. Can't take that with you when you go. Amen. So it's a di- it's different, you know, and and the generation of wrestlers after my generation, the ones were, were kind of like that crossover, and now it's full throttle. Where I'm sure in con- like my contracts with WWE or TNA, we di- I didn't have any language about social media accounts and all that stuff, and I'm sure that's the way it is now, you know. So uh, it's a very interesting topic, though. I've talked about names several times and stuff like that. Uh, so, uh, Facebook Live. I'm looking at the Facebook Live. Thanks for everybody that's jumping on there and watching. We'll get into Soren on social media with the Lumberjack here in a second. We're going to also get, uh, is Andy coming in a little bit? Is he busy? He might be busy in the control room. If he's busy doing stuff, then let him stay there. Something. Give me an answer, sir. This is not, I'm, you know. I'm waiting for an answer. I would have a, Ted Bowe uh, on the, uh, on the uh, Facebook Live said, did you talk XFL 30 for 30? Um... Yes. Indeed, sir. I did. Uh, we did a lot of that in segment one, uh, and I gave a lot of thoughts and opinions. I did watch I did watch 30 for 30, and I did talk about it. So you'll have to go back and listen to the podcast. Audio on demand. Version of the show, and uh, you can check that out. Uh, or you can watch the VOD, VOD, as people inside the business call it, a VOD. All right, I'll be ready. <laughs> yes, I'm cracking up at VOD. Yeah, okay, Vape City Jones over here. Not today. Go, oh, go, go, so- go, 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 go. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we can't forget Snapchat, bitches. Sign on social media with the Lumberjack. Big time, big superstar to Dennis. Okay, I'm going to start off. Lower third Jones. There you go. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Brian. I'm going to start no, no, off. No, no. Thank you, Taz. Well, thank you, yeah. Taz. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. he's got to press the button. You come uh, up with the yeah. ideas. Yeah. He can choose not to press oh, the yeah, button. Don't worry. Brian knows how to press buttons. Trust me. <laughs> Stop. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to start off with last night was the 30 for 30 on the XFL, as we had discussed earlier. Oh. I just wanted to hit on some tweets from some WWE legends. Okay. Jim Ross, who you mentioned earlier. Yes, sir. Discussing games. He had one, and I'm going to back that up with a Stephanie McMahon tweet back-to-back. Okay. So Jim Ross simply stated, I had fun working in the XFL. No bad memories for me. Love broadcasting football. Hashtag this was the XFL. Hmm. And then Stephanie tweeted a picture. I may be the worst interviewer ever, but the XFL sure was a lot of fun. Be sure to watch ESPN's 30 for 30. I forgot that Stephanie uh, did some uh, interview Jones. I forgot that she did that. I, I, I remember now seeing her tweet there, seeing that photo of her uh, interviewing that cat there. Oh, wow. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Vince <laughs> started putting people that he trusted, not only his, his, his offspring, but he started putting people around him, his production people, rapidly. He gave NBC a chance and was like, you know, enough of this. I, I rely on my people. And I'm telling you, I don't care what people think of pro wrestling or don't think of pro wrestling or whatever. I'm telling you straight up, the people in production and the people who work at WWE, not just production, and I know they're my best friends. I know, I know, I know. Listen, you know, I give them all the time a lot of WWE, but the people who work in that company do not F around. Because you're held accountable. And if you mess up enough, thanks for coming. See you down the road. You're gone. And 
those people that work there in the studio, on the road, in that truck, they all are aggressive, intelligent, think on their feet, don't dick around, and they do fill up the generator with <laughs> gas. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. What's your next gift? Transition Jones. Oh, my God. Oh, the uh, ego. The ego has landed. Oh, my God. Um, the second. What have I created? Yeah, this oh is this is you. God. This oh is you. What have I created? The second one is a picture of the big show. We we hit on him a couple weeks ago when he lost all that weight in the gym with his abs. Yeah. We got another picture of him in the gym. God. For for a man his size and for as large as he, he's been in the WWE, he's really gotten and, and he's older now. And you yeah. would think that with age he would put on. You know, I don't want to say let himself go, but it, as you get older, your your muscles. So this is him here. This is him here. Every day is a work in progress. All roads lead to WrestleMania. Giant in the gym. He just he's a monster. Yeah, and I, I, it looks great. Jeez. I can't get over that. I, he's got a swell on, as we call it. He's got a good pump going on there, and uh, he looks great. Jeez, man. Um, yeah, I mean, we saw him on Raw. What was the Rumble? Where was he? Rumble? We just saw him on TV. Right? He was. He was at the Rumble. The yeah. Rumble. Yeah. So uh, you look at that. I mean, see, yeah. I mean, I, I, I give him a lot of credit. I, he, he's, he's got the beard going. He's got the whole thing. He's got the whole new look. Uh, that's kind of why I like him too. Got to have the beard. That's the big thing now. Big guys with beards. That's the money. Everybody's got the beard. That's the big thing. Got to have a beard. Everybody's got to be like, oh, I know. You give me looks. Don't look at me like that. Dennis, I'm telling you right now, do not look at me like that. Oh, here be we a, go again. There will be a physical problem in this place. I promise. Don't eyeball me like that, sir. Um, <laughs> all right. What, do you have anything else? I got one more. So I got to wrap this show up here. Come on. Oh. <laughs> all right. This one, no, no social media, but what I do have is a little callback from yesterday. Callback. What I didn't. So, Chef Mike was here earlier. Dropped off his... Chef Mike paying you for all this publicity? No, no, no. Well, this... Oh, we get paid in food, though. It all... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. So, we we had a little... We had a little breakfast sandwich from him. What I didn't show you yet, Uh Chef Mike delivered. What does he get? What does he have here? That's why I gotta watch the video, folks. I have no idea what's in this bag. It better be something that's not... What is this? It's not Spotted Dick. Uh Uh-oh. It's... British chocolates. He's got chocolate over there, bro. I've got British chocolates in my hand. Where did he get that? I, uh, Chef Mike's connected. Throw one, bro. Uh, well, what, what, it, just hold on to the chocolate. No, no, no. There's just something with like a, a wafer. A, a wafer? Uh, why is this on social media? Why is this on Swarm with social media? I, you know what? I didn't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm going off script here. I didn't know. <laughs> it's just it never here, ends gonna, with the I'm consumption gonna... of food. Is there one that's like a Kit Kat? Uh, <laughs> is there one that's like a Kit Kat? There's one called Kit Kat. That, you have that. I've had those in the UK. The, their version of the Kit Kat is phenomenal. Do you, I've had, no, is you this, have it. Sir, you have it. Oh, you, you, all right, I'm going to let you pick. Between. You obviously have a higher caloric intake need than me, so you <laughs> you, you you can have it. Yeah. Well, what, what are you doing? Give me something. There's what? the Yorkie. What is that? Uh, raisin and biscuit. I don't. That doesn't sound appealing. Oof. Flake. The crumbliest, oh. <laughs> the crumbliest, flakiest milk chocolate, dairy milk. Oh, Cadbury, weren't you? Uh, 
Bowl. See the edge? Look at that. Look at that. Get us in the Super Bowl. See that right there, bro? That's <laughs> Still one, two, bro, one hand, one hand, just cool in Luke. Oh, That's d- me, bro. How about my toss? Oh, stop get... putting yourself over. It's always about you, bro. Stop. It's about us. Look, look people just seen on the Facebook Live. There's a little, little bit of delay. Quarter in between the fingers, in between, the, like a friggin' pro. I should be playing for the. I'm like Julio Jones, but imagine this, that was a cigar. How cool you would have looked. Right, poof. Been, boom, right just there. Just been right there. Boom, dragon, dragon, dragon. I also yeah. have a whisper gold. What does that mean? A uh, the whisper you love. Did with uh, a cheeky Chef Mike co- make these? I hope not, because how would how would he package them? That is, that's a, that's a lot to do. In one. He's, he's bacon. He's oh, what's this guy doing living in a kitchen? <laughs> Holy Cadbury Jones! Boilermakers on first and first. They're really good. Um, I'm telling you, you have the chocolate over there in the um, in the what do you call it? In the UK and Canada. I'm gonna try the Kit Kat. Where did he get these? I don't remember ex. I don't. Oh my! I don't God. remember exactly. I love the brain fart. Like I don't remember the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Kit Kat, son. Just it's but it's not an American Kit Kat. It's different. Oh, good, right? Milkier. Totally different deal Very than the stuff so. they do up in Hershey, Pennsylvania. They just really stayed really slacking up there. So, um, all right, look, I think that might be it. O'Brien oh, heard on the um, on the Facebook Live real quick. He just said Snapface. I'm not on Snapface. Instant chatter. All right, on that note, I do think that the Patriots will lose the game, like I said. What score did I say it's going to be? 30-28. Yeah, that's right. 30-28. I think they're going to lose the game. I'm looking forward to watching the Super Bowl. Um, Hopefully Tom Brady is not up to his typical uh, little immature antics of acting like a cheerleader. Um, Oh, he's passionate. He wants to win. You know what? Keep your phone calls and all your tweets in Boston. I don't want to hear you. Stop. Keep it up there. Just stop it. Now, don't bother me. Okay, leave me alone. I want to watch the game. I don't want to bother one. Just don't bother me. Not today. It's that simple. Um, what else we got? That's it, right? So, uh, yeah, so I gave you some XFL stuff. I talked about uh, some other stuff. What was I saying? Yeah, we, I was, yeah, we talked about other stuff. No, before I was talking about Kevin Kelly. and, and off, We did off the hook. Did off the hook. It was a big deal. A lot of people called, but they're off the hooks. Now, Monday, we're going to give match two. So if you want to catch up and give match one on Monday and two, you can do that. Oh, double dip. Double dip Jones. But I and you and Anthony will give match two. But each time we do on these Mondays, we got to recap Jones. Okay? So that's the deal. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you guys enjoy the Super Bowl. Don't drink too much. Okay? Don't be like Dennis where you're eating and vaping and drinking bourbon. Okay? Take it slow. And be careful. Enjoy the game. Dirty Birds forever. Falcons, my new favorite team. Patriots, I really help hope you lose. I really do. Day, night, cold, hot. Take two. I really hope the Patriots lose. I, I really, I'm starting to get turned a little bit. I'm starting to like the belly check a little bit. I am. Because of the lacrosse connection, like I said earlier. But the Brady, I'm not turning my page on that. But I really hope the Patriots lose. I'm really looking forward to it. I think, I think it's going to happen. I'm done with the tablets. I'm just saying. Oh, jeez. Take three. <laughs> so, it's going to be a good game, though. I'm just telling you that right now. It's going to be a good game. <laughs> You're sitting there, trying not to make noise, eat your Kit Kat. Well... Yeah. Well, he's like a little chubby kid. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm a big chubby kid. I'm not little anymore. 
No, nah, no, nah, you're a loving man. All right, look, on that note, I got to go. Enough. I hope, uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. Hope you guys enjoy the Super Bowl. Well, no matter what team you're rooting for, have a good time. Uh, if everybody hit the Taz Show, I'm Taz. You're not. See you later. Bye-bye. Back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing. Trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal. Play ball, that's all day.